Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Well, you hedged your bet yesterday, and mm-hmm. looks like you're right on the offensive coordinator going to TCU, Kendall Bryce. Yeah. What did I say yesterday? I don't even remember. You said you said that uh, <laughs> you. It was one of those things that you weren't sure. You didn't think it would, but you thought it was a possibility. And yeah, you well, thought it definitely was possible. And now it looks like it's not only possible; it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's going to happen, and you know with the Mississippi State deal. That one just didn't add up as much to me, um, although I think that Kendall was strongly considering that. This one just, from what I was hearing from Arkansas and outside, uh, this one just made a lot more sense that it could be a real, real possibility just on everything I was hearing. You know, I, I, you have to be cautious in these days, especially when you've got guys like Jimmy Sexton involved, uh, that it's not a ploy, you know, for more money and stuff like that. But... Um, this was one where I never said, oh, no, he's not going. Uh, this was one where you felt like mm, this this might have some teeth. Uh, some of the things that I've heard is when, you know, Pittman wanted, you know, 100% commitment after the Mississippi State stuff. And when things started progressing with this, or I should say when things started, you know, coming out that, you know, Browse and TCU were talking um, I'm told that Pittman pretty much just moved on at that time. Like, okay, well, you know, we're going to move on. And that's that's kind of what I've been told. Uh, I've been told that they're, you know, the Bryles family is really, you know, devastated in a way of having to leave, even though they knew they were going to leave eventually. They, they really love Northwest Arkansas. They have a ton of friends here. This has been Kendall's longest stop. Obviously, they've got kids. Um, you know, this has been his longest stop um, since the days at Baylor. Um, so, you know, it's it wasn't an easy deal for them, but that's what I've, I've heard is Pittman pretty much was just like, you know, we got to move on and, you know, I guess basically tired of it. Uh, so uh, that's that's where things are. I, I, it hasn't been officially announced. I would expect, from what I was told last night, uh, to expect something Thursday. So it's obviously these things have a it's way tomorrow. of coming out a day yeah. early, a day earlier. And um, I think a turn, uh, uh, I, I've heard this for a while too, that if it does come to pass, and people were telling me that it was going to. Some people saying that, you know, they don't see it happening, but some people tell me it's going to. But I was told if it does come to pass, expect a very quick turnaround on this coaching hire. And, you know, we could even start hearing something today or, excuse me, tonight or, you know, tomorrow. I would be surprised if anything got through Saturday. If, the, if we are sitting there Sunday and there still hasn't been a hire, then I would be surprised by that. Uh, I think it'll happen pretty quick. Um, I'm told that the guy who will be the hire uh, will have SEC experience, and we've got a—I mean, we've got a list of like 15 names. I've heard several of them. Um, you know, I've heard everything from 
you know, Buster Faulkner, who is the offensive coordinator at Georgia Tech. He was at Alabama. Excuse me. He was at Georgia last year. Been at Georgia the last three years as a quality control. He was at UCA uh, quarterbacks coach, Arkansas State offensive coordinator, uh, Southern Miss, several other places. Uh, but he would be a guy to keep an eye on. From what I was told was was Kirby, you know, if Munkin ever left Georgia, he was going to be the, the next guy there. So, But that's a name that I've heard. I've heard Clint Trickett, who is super young, but obviously has some experience working under Lane Kiffin, um, you know, was with Kendall Browse when he was at Florida Atlantic too. Uh, he's only 31 years old. That one might be a bit of a stretch, but that's another name. Uh, a guy that intrigues me, I think, is is Brennan Mar- is Brennan Marion. Um, but you know, that would be tough on old Barry Odom because he's the UNLV offensive coordinator he just hired after Bobby Petrino left for Texas A&M. So that would that would be kind of tough. But uh, he is really regarded as the innovator of the go-go offense, which uh, is has a lot of triple option principles. He's the only guy that I see really doing that uh, consistently where he lines two running backs up next to the quarterback. And it's a offense that's basically designed to uh, force the defense to one-on-one cover wide receivers. And it's been, um, you know, described as innovative, you know, maybe a next big thing type of thing. So uh, Brennan Marion, I think, would be another guy to watch. It, you know, there's so many. You could go all the way down to, to Dan Mullen. You know, Dan Mullen is, is an analyst at ESPN. That's I've been hearing. Yeah, his name has come up. Uh, he's an analyst at ESPN. Obviously, you know, he's got a pretty proven track record aside from his, his stint at Florida, which was, you know, kind of just a weird situation, the way the whole thing went, just kind of weird. Just, Weird feeling, I guess, um, but obviously did big things at Mississippi State with Dax, Prex, Dax Prescott and Tim Tebow at Florida, and before that Alex Smith at Utah. Um, so he's another guy, I guess, to keep an eye on. You know, I've even people have even said, "What about Dan Enos?" You know, um, you know Willie Corn at Liberty, who was at Coastal Carolina. They certainly did big things at Coastal Carolina. Mike Shanahan at James Madison. I mean, I could keep going on and on. The uh, um, there, I, like I said, I've got like 15 names, and I've just I've been putting this hot board together over the last several days. Just you know, anytime we hear a name that you know might make a little bit of sense, but um, I have heard Buster Faulkner could be a guy to watch. I've heard Brandon Marion, Brandon Marion. I've heard several. You know, Kale Gundy maybe at, at Oklahoma. He's another. He, he's been at Oklahoma for I guess just about his entire career was offensive coordinator there. And then this year Brent Venables has um, demoted him to wide receivers coach, but he was offensive coordinator at Oklahoma for five years. Maybe that's a guy to keep an eye on. So um, there's a lot of different possibilities out there. But I, from what I hear, we won't be speculating on it too much longer. doesn't surprise me. You think about this, and again, we're going back to Frank Broyles. Broyles always had somebody in mind when he thought he was going to lose somebody. And I'm guessing Pittman, after Bryles flirted with Mississippi State even briefly, probably already, if he hadn't already, yes. knowing that you're not going to keep a coordinator forever, already has thought about who he hires as replacement. And the other thing is, I, I, I looked this up, so I'm not going to claim that I knew it right off the top of my head. This may surprise you, Trey. If Kendall Bryles had stayed, he would have been the longest-tenured offensive coordinator in Razorback history. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Hmm. No offensive coordinator has ever been at Arkansas more than three years. And the That's only pretty two, wild. 
the only two the only two coordinators that have been there that long or longer were Fred Goldsmith, who was Ken Hatfield's defensive coordinator for five years before he got a head coaching job, and Joe Kynes, who had the crazy career of being defensive coordinator, head coach, defensive coordinator. So Mm -hmm. he was actually at Arkansas for four years. That's it. Coordinators don't stay that long. They just don't. Yeah. Well, Kendall Browse has certainly moved around a lot in his career. I know that his family and him, I know they really, really loved Northwest Arkansas. I know his family doesn't want to go. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, like you said, change happens in college football. It is a tricky year for change because year four Sam Pittman's money year I mean you need to make sure you get it right obviously but you know here's another thing to consider they having a prospect day this weekend you mm-hmm. know they're going to have Michael Hawkins who is you know up there among their top quarterbacks you know probably with Walker White um, is going to be in town they've got several offensive players coming in and I would assume they would probably want to know who they might be playing with especially when you consider you know, these guys make decisions very early. We're coming up on, you know, when guys would start. I mean, there's already guys that have made decisions. Uh, you know, Braylon Russell's another one who was committed to Arkansas previously. So, you know, you, you got to think about that aspect of it, too, that you would want to have a hire in place. Um, so. All right, Trey, we're getting a lot of feedback asking about KJ. Is mm-hmm. K.J. Jefferson going with Kendall Bryles to TCU? Uh, I have not heard anything from the TCU side or the Arkansas side that would suggest K.J. is going anywhere except for Arkansas. Uh, the transfer portal window closes today also. So if it doesn't happen today, then it's not happening until, what is it? I think March 1st might be the window when it opens again. So that would be after the start of spring ball. No, not after start of spring ball, I but thought it was in leading May. right up to it. Is it in March or May? I, I saw a deal today that was March, and I saw another that I, I've always heard it was April, but I don't know what the exact date of it is. May 1st is the next window. May, not March, May, sorry. May 1st. May 1st. Obviously, March makes no, no sense And it all. is a 15-day window, <laughs> so I assume that's through March 15th. And uh, then it will close again. Trey, with with so much that's going over, okay, let, let's just use the correct terminology. A lot of turnover, coaching-wise, yeah. player-wise. Yeah. Uh, should we, even with the new coordinator, everything else that's going to happen over the next couple of months, are you expecting or anticipating possibly any more player movement? Um, I read an uh, article today on on three sports and there were three programs that were named uh as having the highest turnover in the country regardless Mm -hmm. of whether or not they were primetime players or not and that was uh arkansas being included in those three uh so kind of if you will look into your little crystal ball there what what do you anticipate maybe happening now between now and May 1st, and then uh, once that portal reopens back up, what might be your expectations then? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're in the portal, then you can still commit to other schools and stuff. It's not gonna, it's just going to prevent you from entering the portal. So right. I would not expect any movement until, you know, probably getting around spring football. 
That's when I would guess. I mean, you might have some, you might have some, uh, you know, and I'm talking about people transferring out. You might have some guys that, uh, um, you know, say they're going to enter the portal or, you know, you could have also some guys that commit to Arkansas uh, during this time period who are in the portal currently. But I wouldn't expect until spring ball starts really to see any genuine movement. Um, you know, guys maybe start spring. They're not where they thought they would be on the depth chart, those kinds of things. Um, you know, also an, another thing to keep in mind when you're recruiting an offensive coordinator to come to Arkansas, you know, you would like to have a guy that maybe has some connections to players in the transfer portal. We keep mentioning, you know, all the late entries from Georgia, mm-hmm. you know. So, obviously – you know, we just talked about a guy from Georgia who probably has some pretty good connections in Buster Faulkner. So, you know, that would be something to keep an eye on. And just to Rick's point a minute ago, I have heard – first of all, I've heard Pittman's got his guy, okay? It's not like we're – you know, I've got a coaching hot board just because that's what you do. You put a hot board up of candidates to keep an eye on. Um, but I have heard that – through the Mississippi State courtship that there was, you know, someone that Pittman reached out to and, you know, reached an agreement with if things, you know, move forward with, with Browse, and they didn't. So from there it was just an easy reach out again. Hey, you know, it's not Mississippi State, but it's TCU still coming kind of deal. So from what I've heard, it's – and there hasn't been an official deal on TCU yet, Browse to TCU, so when that comes out we'll – you know, probably well, you, no. Sam Pittman more. told him it's time to go. I bet there'll be an announcement very shortly. Yeah. <laughs> well, from Arkansas standpoint, Arkansas is in the market for a new OC. Yeah. You yeah. know, Arkansas, there just hasn't been like an official tweet from the TCU official right. athletic site that, that says, "Welcome yeah. back to Texas, Kendall Browse." Well, I, I heard one other flaw that was in this process, if you want to call it flaw, that. Browse got a raise coming out of the Mississippi still uh, Mississippi State uh, deal, and then when TCU popped up, apparently he went back saying, "Okay, do you want to counter TCU?" And that's when basically Coach Sam Pittman, uh, backed by your Hunter Yurchek, said, "Hit the road, Jack," and um, that's when they moved on. Now that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, pretty much what I'm hearing. Um, and have and have heard, you know, not from. I've heard it more today than I, but I did. I have heard that in the last couple of days that that's kind of how this went, and you know, I think maybe waiting until the transfer portal window closes to officially announce it. But I mean, it's out there. They might as well just move on with it. Right. So. Right. But to your point about announcing coaches when they leave, there's never been anything said about Bowman. And to, no. until now, he's hired at Temple, but they never said anything that he wasn't on staff. They never he's, said anything. Yeah, I guess you here. wouldn't put out a tweet that says, no. "Hit the road, Bowman." <laughs> Arkansas Razorbacks would be fine, you know. But I mean, no. we put it out on our website that he was no longer going to be right. the cornerbacks coach at Arkansas, yeah. and um, but the university definitely never put anything out. That was one of more of a situation which we see all the time. Anytime you see a coach leave for a perceived step down, a lot of times they're simply told, "Go look for another job." Right. You know, That's we're not right. gonna we're not gonna fire you, but you need to go find somewhere else. 
uh, to coach. So, no, you wouldn't see uh, an official announcement from the university. But you know, And, and so. we should say, because we, we take calls on all subjects on the show, and we agree with some, disagree with many, that <clears throat> you, you cannot define Kendall Bryles on a third down play at Missouri or second where he put Trey Knox under center. That is not the defining play of his tenure, and in his three years, you got to give him credit. He did a tremendous job, and he took Felipe Franks and and did a great job with him for that one year, and then K.J. Jefferson for two. Good play caller, excellent yardage. So uh, because he's leaving, I don't think we need to start trashing him. He, he really did do a good job while he was at Arkansas. Sure he did. Uh, he he or TCU owes the university $250,000, though, as part of his buyout, 20% of his annual salary, if he leaves for a non-head coaching position. So they'll have to fork up a quarter million dollars also. Um, I think they can the do higher. that. Don't but, you think playing in the national championship game gave them some extra money? I, I yeah, they, they have a little it. extra yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the uh, with Kendall, just to your point, they had they put up more – yardage than they have in any year i believe in the last 12 years i think and then i I, I did the numbers after mississippi state uh, courtship and then i believe it's been the most points in the last seven years the problems with arkansas's offense as we all know was the goal line and you brought up the trey knox deal i think that that was a desperation move from kendall to get something done i don't put that goal line struggles so much on Kendall Bryles. I don't think he told KJ to leap from 12 yards out at Texas A&M. I don't think that, um, you know, all of the problems were directly his fault. You have an all-SEC center. You have, you know, other players on the offensive line who are all-SEC. I, I don't think that they were as strong as they needed to be, and I think that's one reason you saw Sam Pittman fire Jamil Walker right after the Missouri game where they, again, struggled at the goal line. You know, a lot of that is just you can't get a push. You know, you're supposed to be one of the top offensive lines in the country, and you can't get enough of a push from one yard out over and over and over again. Moving up and down the field wasn't really a problem. But when they got down there in that low red zone and at the goal line, they really struggled to punch it in. And really, your 6'3", 245-pound quarterback was your best option ultimately, which is – one reason I don't think any of us were fans of Trey Knox lining up under center. Trey, this is the day I think we need uh, at least another segment with you. I realize you've got other <laughs> responsibilities. You'll have to talk to waiting, Jimmy but, Sexton uh, about that. Hey, Jim. Uh, okay. Uh, that point, <laughs> you tried before. Okay. Never it's mind. It's Marine Expo. 